0: what i said all right hi Nya. hey wakundra hey maid hey Omana. Hey! You <laughs> wow. wow, no pet names. How are you? What's up?
1: I'm really, really good. I'm just soaking in the last few days of I say what I said as a name.
0: Oh yeah, no. It's just honestly, it's because I've been procrastinating. Yeah. But that is changed. Your name is being erased. Can you imagine? Li- I'm leaving you nothing. I raise these children, <laughs>
1: and then they don't even put me in their will. It's fine.
0: I'm so dead. Yeah, no facts. <laughs> facts. So how are you?
1: That's very Caucasian. <laughs>
0: Nunu, we haven't introduced you yet. View. Yeah, can
2: you keep quiet <laughs> until we're I'm you to the stage? I'm sorry. I'm a Gemini. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> it not interrupt. You're a Gemini? Okay, I love sorry. You now.
0: I'm sorry. Okay, no, at this point we might as well. Okay, do. go. Hi, right, guys. Well, this is Nunu. You've all heard her already. She's interjected <laughs> before we've
1: introduced her, which is fine because now we know you're Gemini and it's the right thing to do. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much, Nyak. Thanks, guys, for having me. I'm sorry, I'm going to try, I'm trying not to interrupt, but it's actually very challenging. No, no, interrupt away, now that we all like... know
0: who you are. So, yes, yeah, there you go. just an overall baddie, a latex mommy, she is a thought leader, she's a queen, uh, a South African queen, she is a expert in polyamory, she's paving the way Yay! for the rest of us
1: and so we, yeah we, we need our coffee table book girl seven steps to polyamory like successful polyamory
2: i don't know if there'll be a coffee table book but i'll do i feel like i'll definitely do like a piece of writing because I'm, I'm definitely not an expert i'm still in like trial and error and that's sort of like the thing about polyamory i don't think everyone has it f- fully figured out even though it sounds like they do especially on those online communities yeah. but I definitely feel like that's yeah. bullshit because once you're in the game you're like oh like these are like people's emotions that I have to deal with okay
0: <laughs> wow no, that's a Gemini thing oh these are humans <laughs> yeah. who have human feelings that's Ew. so Gemini <laughs> it's
1: so inconvenient
0: I actually want to drag you guys immediately like oh, Gemini gosh. women are so like heartless <laughs> no, in like you, you, Nyak, Nunu, Bobo, all my Gemini girls would be like, yeah, I don't know why he's crying. We were only dating for two years. And
1: yeah.
0: it was over after six months. And he's still like, and I'm like, guys, Honestly, what are you talking about?
1: His sobby tears are just not a look. They're interfering.
0: I know. You guys are quite, dis- you guys are disgusted no. by like heavy emotionality, early emotionality. We actually
1: aren't. When we're not on board with it. We ac- yeah. You know,
2: I actually feel like we're not. I feel like. We just don't like emotionality when we feel like it's, like it's not useful. Like, I mean, not useful, but in the oh, sense yeah. like, you know, I feel like people weaponize emotionality. And maybe that's mm, just how yeah. I feel as like a semi, um, emotionless, r- like robot. But I'm just. I feel like in the past, I've just seen people weaponizing it. And I feel like women can do this very easily to men as well. And when it happens to me, I feel like I clocked the bullshit. And I'm just like, don't do this. Like, we don't need to do this. This is so childish. Like, come wow. so on. So basically in
0: high school, then when the white girls would cry and then the teachers would like let them off doing anything. Did you see through that?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clocked it a mile away. I was so mean to the white girls in high school. Like, sometimes they really just need to be checked. was low-key a bully. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that is just such straight facts. Just a question. So, Nyak, why is it okay that I had to brush my teeth before this and you didn't? <laughs> <laughs> because
1: in my world, my breath is delicious. I really don't believe in morning breath and all that shit. Like, I just think it smells amazing every time Your I Your
0: morning breath.
1: Yeah. So, everyone must be fine with it.
0: Okay.
2: There's na- <laughs> I actually, I, wanna, there's I a, there's me a agree
0: category. with that. What do you, sorry, Nunu? There's a mid-category of nap breath. Where it's like the stale, the cheese and the bread from your upper lip, <laughs> from like the upper lip fold It's like oh, being no. marinating. <laughs> no. I just don't get why I have, this is the thing. Why do we, why did I, like, why didn't you get a cue? I assumed you'd go when I was going.
1: <laughs> you no, know, no, I'm so sorry you have to have front row seats to the, I know, to the, the, the daily show. bickering of <laughs> our daily laundry. But here we are. And, you know. I stand. Um, I love it. Yeah, I'm sorry you feel that way,
0: Mokundra. I'm dead. No, just hold my breath. Okay, so yeah. um, Nap basically said it's your problem and it's not hers. She literally said it's my problem. (laughs) But
1: very nicely. (laughs) Very nicely. That's how we break up with
0: people. I know. Very nicely. Diplomats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's just jump right into it. (laughs) Let's do it. Um, Polly Amory. So I'm quite interested in... I don't know i just feel like i've of late starting to feel like monogamy is a scam Mm -hmm. and just impractical especially for women um well no for both for men and women but men Mm -hmm. have socially they've like found ways to be polyamorous Mm. without calling it that whereas women um because we aren't using because we like aren't claiming polyamory or using those terms we're just like they're much more stricter borders around our relationships and how that looks. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just want to like chat about that, about polyamory. What do we all think it means? What's the difference between being like, what's the difference between being unfaithful or or, or cheating on a partner versus polyamory? What Where are the fine lines? How do we, how do we protect ourselves from energy vampires? Because mm-hmm. I also feel like polyamorous settings, it mm-hmm. can kind of encourage people who like to take, mm. and who does it really benefit ultimately? Being monogamous and polyamorous. So hey, that's, those yeah.
2: those are great.
0: Those are great. Yeah. Okay, I think
2: you know. It's can we really... start, Luna, Do
0: you want to start with what what is polyamory in your opinion? Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, maybe I'll just like start about like my a bit of my story about like polyamory. Like, you know, it's really interesting Like when you start wanting to explore Like non-monogamous relationship And this is relationships This is how I started, you know, like internet I was like googling the shit out of everything And then, I mean, I obviously came across Like a lot of resources A lot of them were like blogs But I think now it's become Like it's going into the mainstream So there's a lot more wildly Like widely available resources So I started reading this book called the ethical slut which is sort of like if you yeah if you've read a lot of like polyamory books this is kind of like what people talk about as like the the bible slash the gateway um to non-monogamous relationships open relationships polyamory and stuff like that i love it um Yeah. And it's great. And because it's got like ethical and slut in the, in the title, it's interesting sort of like putting those two together because obviously like slut is so often attributed to women and it's used to like shame women Mm. who are really, so I mean, who I guess. You know, they like having sex and, you know, it's something that they do quite openly and they get shamed by society for doing that. And then ethical, because I I mean, I love that ethical is next to slut, because it's almost like the antithesis of that. Because, I mean, if by calling someone a slut, you're shaming them sort of like morally as well. Yeah. And when you say oh like you can be an ethical slut it like sort of like upgrades the term slut in a way and be like it doesn't even make it seem like slut is even a bad thing in Mm. my like the way that I perceive it it's like okay so I can be a slut but I can even be like a better slut I can be like an ethical slut (laughs) and I'm like okay bitch (laughs) I fucks with that let's do it because I mean I I feel like Inherently, I feel like a lot of people don't like to lie and they don't like to do deceit and i think that's sort of the system that men operate in and that's sort of the one that they've i mean a patriarchy has made it so easy for them to get away with that as well because they also just end up becoming like master gaslighters mm. so men do polyamory but you know without other, the other person knowing so that's also just called cheating um <laughs> so it's, it's actually not polyamory <laughs> So polyamory, I feel like it definitely implies that everyone in the situation knows that when you're on the streets, you are telling other people about your situation. So the other person that you're maybe pursuing doesn't get it twisted about what you are. Mm. And if you're not, even though you may be in an open relationship with someone who knows that you're on the streets and they may know that you're sort of like going out and meeting people, if you don't tell the people that you're meeting that you're actually in a relationship and you're non-monogamous and stuff like then that's also that's not ethical and it's not Mm -hmm. so much cheating but you're definitely like not treating the other people that you're meeting on the streets correctly so that's definitely my thing is to like let people know I mean and it's literally like a first date thing especially if you're meeting people like on apps and stuff I feel like that tends to be like one of the first few questions be like how are you finding the app like are you dating other people and you can sort of like gauge from there what's what and it's easy to be honest if that's what you want to do i don't know why people would lie about like you know about the people that they're sleeping with or not Mm -hmm. um i feel like people I don't know if they do it to protect the other person or, you know, it's the same thing with ghosting. It's like they don't want to hurt the other person, but then you actually just end up hurting the person more by not telling them right, um, the actually truth. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. it's Yeah, it's literally wild. So it's sort of like the same um, level of deceit there. But um, shit, like energy vampires and poly... Not that I don't think in polyamory there's like in those circles necessarily that there's energy vampires but i think in any sort of in any human interaction there will be an energetic exchange and you really don't know if that's going to be um like uplifting or like energizing Mm -hmm. or like or like something that reduces or like you know sucks the energy out of you until you sort of have that interaction Mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't even clock it immediately that's the thing as well it like can happen really slowly and it takes a while for you to sort of catch on and be like oh like this this interaction made me feel drained and then you might reflect and be like hmm actually all these other interactions made me feel drained mm-hmm. or they are making me feel drained um and so you always just have to like be so in tune with yourself and what you want or even if you don't know what you want but just really be in tune with your own energy and mm-hmm. how it's receiving the other person's energy
1: i mean yeah that's so interesting i i I would assume, and I guess this is kind of a question as well, was that, like, sort of the energy vampire aspect would come in, or maybe even before this, like, with the dating, like, why people aren't upfront. I think that just comes from, like, fear of rejection, which is crazy, because as you say, it leads to bigger hurt Mm -hmm. later, like, get rejected now and avoid the drama later, um is what i would assume and Mm -hmm. then the energy vampire thing i assume and i can't wait till this is from experience like i know shit because i've been you know in a lovely polyamorous (laughs) relationship soon (laughs) soon soon when i after i read your book so then um i would assume then the energy vampire (laughs) thing would come in almost like in any kind of other relationship when um when people aren't either upfront about their intentions and then maybe even guarded um so that there is no kind of balance Of flow so if someone wasn't Say maybe wasn't a polyamorous Relationship but didn't see it As a relationship and was just mm. uh, You know in, a, in All, all the, the parameters of the Relationship haven't been de- um, defined And so for one person it's just Like nice times and for a- another person It's actually a relationship Albeit polyamorous so th- that's mm-hmm. Where I think when there's like a Misalignment of you know a vision I would assume that's where it comes in you know, I
2: think the one thing that they do talk about a lot in polyamory and when you research online is that, I mean, you're, you're constantly having to communicate boundaries, comfort levels, mm. and talk about the situation. Um, So, I mean, when you start looking into polyamory, you'll find that a lot of people talk about, um like, primary partners or secondary partners. And so the Mm. the i guess the so there's sort of like a hierarchy so polyamory tends to be like like usually like a couple or like sometimes yeah it's usually a couple that have decided to be polyamory and those two couple they're each other's primaries and then the other person might have a Mm. secondary relationship and that might be like a girlfriend or boyfriend and the other person might have one as well. But then sort of the, the primary mm-hmm. partnership might create the boundaries that, you know, inform the other secondary relationships. And so for me, I think that would mm-hmm. be really um energy consuming and draining. I mean, firstly, because I don't really want to be in a primary um relationship, but I also don't want to mm-hmm. have sort of the dictates the that, Oh, well, wow, the, the terms, the terms, the terms <laughs> of my other relationships dictated by someone else, So like by this primary relationship that I'm in. So I, uh,
1: yeah, so okay. I feel like
2: that would be like quite consuming because I when I first started getting into polyamory and I was like super into like Reddit at that time as well. And like looking at all these like, um, subreddits and people posting there, like it would just be so intense because people would be posting, and say like, oh my God, my girlfriend's meeting my, my husband today, or like, you know, like, crazy you know i mean not crazy those are the people's relationships but i'm just like those scenarios just sounded so bizarre and just like so energy consuming mm-hmm. to me i was just like wow and i remember like at the time when i had a boyfriend i like mentioned it too so i had two boyfriends at the same time um so i mentioned it to like mm-hmm. my the boyfriend that i had first like oh would you like to meet this other boyfriend and he was like uh no and i was like okay (laughs) i was like but in my mind i was like no but all the blogs are like you know we should bring us together like you know the blogs make it seem like you can just be like some one big happy family unit of like polyamorous relationships and it doesn't really work that like that in real life
0: um at all. Mm, yeah. Well, question. Were any of these two men of the darker persuasion?
2: Yes, they were actually.
0: <gasps> were they both? No, one was
2: one was a Caucasian king Just... and one was an African <laughs> and one was an African king.
0: I'm on the floor. Okay, the, <sighs> so your African king was, was he where was he from what country?
2: He's from Botswana. Okay. Wow.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And so they weren't poly but you were poly and that w- that was the setup no well
2: <clears throat> well i so yeah i think i identified as poly and me and the Butzana king we were in an okay. open relationship cool. um and he was also doing his thing um and then me and the caucasian I don't think he was poly. Um, if he
0: did meet anyone,
1: does he know that's how you feel about him? What? <laughs> that
0: he's a Caucasian?
1: That you? White people to- hate being called white,
0: so let's, <laughs> that's why I make sure to call them whites. <laughs> they find it a slur. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, he's definitely he's he's white. Okay. Yeah, hmm. um, he wasn't he wasn't poly. Um, but I was, and then yeah, I mean, I so I mean, I'm out of both of those relationships Mm -hmm. now so it's almost like a bit weird to like go back to that time because I'm like hmm that was a bit odd and it was like my first real um, experimentation with that and I think that's ultimately what polyamory is it's like sort of trying a new thing it's I mean it's totally like a lifestyle for people but it's for me definitely about experimentation about what I'm what I like and also like challenging like my own views and perceptions about monogamy Mm. and also and especially like relationship hierarchies like when you do get into the sort of like primary and secondary thing like it's odd that there would be these sort of hierarchies but I mean for some people it works and for me it just seems like that's something that I couldn't really do actually. Mm.
1: So have you had um, a relationship a polyamorous relationship where there hasn't been a primary where they've kind of both been just two different partners or three um yeah because i'm a hoe <laughs> yes girl um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, I literally i'm screaming i have to just control myself <laughs> this is so good
2: <laughs> lol so yeah so actually a couple of months ago sometime last year so maybe like seven months ago ish mm-hmm. i listened to this podcast um Cool. It was an episode about solo polyamory and it was by this podcast group um, called Inner A Ho Uprising. Oh, Everyone should my check them it out. It's very cool. Yes, they're dope. In so I listened to this podcast and the guest on the podcast was talking about polyamory. And then she was saying that how she identified as solo polyamorous in the sense that um, she doesn't necessarily have an interest in being with like... Um, one strict like primary partner and rather sort of and you know also just not living with a partner like you know you have your life I have my life and they run independently and Mm -hmm. we may you know engage in our relationship like you know within both of our spaces but we don't really have like a sort of like ownership or um, control over, you know, what the other person does yeah. with other people and with my life and, you know, you know, things like that. Cause I mean, it, it can become, I think, complicated being in a relationship. I think it's sort of easy to like merge your identities into yeah. one and become like this, um, unit, which I mean, it's, and, and you find that with like so many couples as well. Like, you know, people start talking in we's mm. and us and our and the sort of like collective noun. Mm. And I remember that was sort of like happening in my past relationship. Mm. Um. But then, I mean, there was a point towards ends where I did started. I started to use like more I language, mm-hmm. um, which sort of really helped me like assert my independence and personhood. Mm. Um, so I think I approach polyamory from that perspective, where it's like I'm very much like my own individual person, and I still explore different types of relationships with different people but they do know that I am doing that, even though I might not tell them about like the other relationships because that's actually none of their business. Mm-hmm. Um But I'm still very much on their own and, you know, no one likes sort of like, has ownership over my time and you know what I do on the weekends and who I'm seeing yeah. and where I'm seeing them, you know? So yeah. that's definitely like my approach these days. And I'm, yeah, that's, so I think that life is for me, the solo polyamory
1: yeah. life. Oh, fantastic.
0: I love that. It's really interesting because um, it like seems to me being poly for you is like you're distributing weight and avoiding the trappings of like what can happen with monogamy and what like romance means being like attached and possessed by one person and stuff. And it's interesting because for me, um, one of the questions I wanted to explore was whether polyamory was just a stepping stone to monogamy. And I think that actually just reflects mm. so much of how I feel. Ooh, tell us is- how you feel, Mukundwa. What is on your yeah. chest, girl? Well, as Lulu was talking, I was just thinking... You know, I'm so I'm politically. I am. Po- <laughs> I am <polyamorous. laughs> this is so good. Okay, this is how this is how the future is going like to be. Like you're
2: politically black. Uh, yeah,
0: and you yeah. You're yeah, politically, I'm politically
1: polyamorous. No, I'm politically white. <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's not it wrong. Uh, woo! yes.
0: White? No, so I'm politically polyamorous. Like by, you know, in my heart, in my head, as an aesthetic, as a mood, as a vibe, as a movement. And as you were talking, okay. I was just like. So sad because I was like, oh my gosh, the minute it becomes more and more like a relationship with like this one person, like that's specifically what Nunu doesn't want. She wants like a distributed, she wants to be her own person. And if that's like, why is that not exciting me? And I think as much as I really agree, and as a concept, I really think polyamory is where it's at, and I actually just think of monogamy. I really don't appreciate it at all. Mm-hmm. I think that I use or will use polyamory as a stepping stone to monogamy mm-hmm. by basically, mm-hmm. um, dating, being with five people, but uh, with the ultimate underlying intention of finding that one or, um, either that one, unless all five can carry, you know, the, <laughs> the relationship in the way that I'm like interested in. But I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I really buy into, I really, b- beyond like loving love, I love romance, like the co- the construct of romance, mm-hmm. which is um, as a structure, like problematic and unrealistic, but I love it. And I think polyamory, it just seems like sometimes breadth and not depth. And I'm really looking for depth. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I think I would be polyamorous now is to not overwhelm the one person I want. Is to be like, I actually am obsessed with you and I love you, but I don't want you to be drowned in that. So let me just like sit on three other people's dicks and like chill with them too, so that you aren't overwhelmed. But ultimately, I really do like the idea of like investing. And I like that depth. And I don't know if they're mutually exclusive, like maybe you can talk to speak to that. But I feel like our lifestyle... Like, I don't know if I could have the lifestyle that sounds like you are interested in.
2: You know, I think it's...
0: Like, that level of independence. Yeah.
2: I I mean, I don't think it's, like, either or. Like, I don't think you're, like, either,
0: Mm.
2: like, polyamorous for life or you're monogamous for life. I think there's, like, cycles that you go through. You can eat, like... I do, And I do think, like, some people might use polyamory as a stepping stone to monogamy. I don't think that's, like... Um, something that doesn't happen to some people And I think, you know, when you said that I I thought that I might do that as well In some instances But also, I know I also get really bored easily So I'll just be ready to cut people Um, <laughs> um
1: You've just got to know who you are I should what?
0: Wait, can I ask you guys about that? Isn't that... So I've heard that echoed by a lot of Gemini Well, a lot, three Gemini women <laughs> Who said they get bored? The ones really- all
2: three of them that you know. Yes.
0: So Bobo, Nunu, and and, <laughs> and, and, and Yeah. So basically yeah. <laughs> my friend group. Um that like you guys get bored quite easily or like distracted easily or lose interest. Does that are you so I feel like that can okay, from my perspective, that can be alienating because like the people you love, I don't know, it's it's not a I I think it's hard for some people to understand and people will always be on, like, the back... You'll never be on the back foot. It's the other... Your partner who will be, kind of, because they'll you'll lose interest in them first. Do you... Is that ever a fear or, like, a worry that, like, you can't maintain interest in a person? That, like, there's no that like longevity kind of isn't a thing for you and romance.
1: So, I mean, look, we're not robots. So it's not like, you know, we've reached, now we have reached our 98% of interest and it's about to end. Like, no, I mean, I've, I've had, um, you know, no, 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 it's just not like that. No, we can be interested in, in, in someone... Look, you and I have been
0: friends forever. No, but it's very, very... D- romance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very... Be honest, Nyak. Yeah, be No, honest.
1: seriously. I mean, okay, shame. Given the one... The one um, relationship I had where I, you know, went for years and was fine and happily interested in this guy, turned out that he was gay. So that wouldn't work out anyway. So exactly. we had to end it. I
2: heard that episode. <laughs> that was wild. I was Absolutely dying Christ. on my chair. I was... My mouth was agape. <laughs>
1: me too babe me too i was like what what just happened to us so maybe you should answer. i mean like will you lose interest now now
0: i just have a feeling like gemini is like being kept uh, the idea of being owned really puts you off absolutely and romance how could romance like romance is like so linked to that for you guys yeah i don't know i
2: feel like it's changing though you can sort of i think It'll be like trial and error to find what you you like. And mm. I don't want to be owned. Absolutely not. Mm. And even though, you know, you might go into a relationship where someone tells you, like, you have complete autonomy over your life. You know, everyone is I, I, I. And then one day you're a wee and you're just like, wait, whoa. <laughs> you know, like. Luna, <laughs> Luna. Hold up. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, um, so you constantly, I mean, I, I feel like. Polly Amory really does sort of like challenge the way that we think about relationships yeah. and mm-hmm. romance. And in the sense, I mean, and even thinking about it long term, because my sort of like first, I guess, I don't know, like the first seed that was planted about like non-traditional relationships that are sort of like that seem very long term in my in my Mm -hmm. view was when i was in uct like at first year the social anthropology lecturer she was telling us um that she's married to her gay best friend who's a man and they live together but she's in a relationship with a woman And they have a child. And so all four of them like live in the same household together. And I was like, wow. That is, no, that's heaven. Incredible.
1: Did you just, can I just make sure I I got that right? You said she's married to her gay best friend who's a man.
0: Yes. Oh my God! I was on the And right then she... You were literally hot. You were seventy five percent there. Stop me! I know. Bloody religion. I know. <laughs>
1: okay, that's amazing. Carry on. You could have made it, Nyak. Yeah. You could have made it. Could've. You could have actually. You could have been out of it. the maybe, ghetto. Maybe... <laughs> oh. Now here I am, square one. No,
2: oh,
0: with these niggas. <laughs>
2: Oh, gosh. All things happen for a reason, though. Absolutely. He just wasn't the gay man that was supposed to be in your life forever. True, true, maybe. True, true,
1: true. Let me ask you this. Um, what do you do about jealousy?
0: Bitch! Answer. Nunu, right now. Answer.
1: Okay. You see, well, I
2: think I might be, like, a bit of an anomaly when it comes to jealousy. Like, I don't think I get jealous just by, like, knowing of things. You know, if I know that, like, my partner might be seeing other people and going out with them. You know, obviously, there's always, like, a little bit of, like, a tinge, but never, like, the green-eyed monster. Mm. But I think if I happen to, like see an interaction in real life that's like flirtatious or you know where I may know that there might be history or something that's when like my insides are like okay that's when you know it's like my insides want to fight but obviously on the outside I'm just like smiling and be like hi how are you (laughs) (laughs) so nice to meet you
0: (laughs) that's fascinating you know (laughs) but Nunu how is it how and why don't your insecurities jump out you know when (laughs) you know that you're one of many
2: Because I know that I'm that bitch. Like, I don't know. Like, I just... I I feel like even when I... You know, when I... Even when I have seen other women, like, flirting with someone that I'm interested in or in a relationship with. Like, I never feel like they're gonna win. Okay,
0: (laughs) I like that energy. Do you know?
2: Ah. And even if they do win, I feel like because I'm... You know, I just... No, I don't want to say it because I'm a Gemini, but because I am how I am. Yeah. Like, I do have, like, a bit of that, like, sort of, like, sociopathy. So, I'll just teach you a lesson in some way at some point. Um, and it'll be my own... It'll just be, like, my own thing that I know that I'm teaching you a lesson. Like, I'm you don't joking. have to know. I'm I know joking. it, and that's enough.
0: But that's the right energy. But you're still going to learn. That's how we can survive in these streets, to be honest. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it doesn't exactly. being, like, those, you know, those, like... I th- I always think and I'm not saying this is how you feel but like being pompous and inflated sense of self on women um, and obviously it's quite circumstantial but I think especially black women I think it's really really useful hmm. to think the world of yourself because most times and not to make anyone sad but most people aren't going to think that of you so you might as well be your biggest fan do you know what I mean? And exactly. being like, you're exactly. Exactly. funny.
1: <laughs> even as you're saying that i'm like wow i don't know those people as <laughs> the people that aren't like completely into me and enamored with my existence. i don't know them do they
0: exist i what? know and onyak you're very <laughs> and it's good
1: but in a humble way
0: no you're not not at all
1: i am humble oh okay i guess humble.
0: <laughs> look you oh, gosh that's a hard one maybe we'll discuss but, that later
1: yeah that's another i, don't another I agree
0: for another day <laughs> another fight for another day oh i love it i'm getting so much life really Mm -hmm. i think and i also see i want to have an episode about race Mm -hmm. and nyak and i we got into a disagreement about this because um i think there's some (laughs) hmm, should i say this for the next episode basically at least in a south african context there's some races i know i'll date and it'll never be serious and that's why i can have fun because i know they aren't at all about to mm. introduce me to their tani to uam to any of those people <laughs> tani and uam are uncle and auntie in which Afrikaans. race could this be mm. yeah do you know what i mean so i or, might as well or come.
2: even mm-hmm. even abu and abba like those are things that happen
0: you're literally not mm-hmm. getting invited to mask like you're not you're
2: not you're not going to eat no babe you're not going to diwali (laughs)
0: you're not going you're not breaking fast you're not going to the feast like you're not (laughs) getting invited okay
1: um where they're
0: like cultures where you can fuck black women or black people but can't have kids with them right so Mm -hmm. we all know right there's there's nothing new here um and i can see myself being poly with people who i know i have no future with because their culture doesn't allow um because I'm black whereas to mm-hmm. be in a poly relationship with somebody with people who I can consider a future like a long-term thing with I just I, I couldn't really fathom mm. I don't know I, I I wonder I think I you know what I think I need to read this book and I think I need to just try it because I think I ca- it's so hard for me to think outside of like um what are these things called when it's two things binary binary i can't binary. So you think outside of binary and outside of monogamy as the eventual goal and longevity even the fact that i'm even mm. talking about longevity as if it's a goal um again mm-hmm. like as a concept i don't agree but when i like it's jumping out of me now now that i'm speaking about myself and i just think so much of those things are traps like if you can't f- think freely about like how you want to love it's so hard to enjoy the way you love anyways because mm. it's like a prison of some sort.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. I
1: do wonder about um, that. Oh, sorry, love. Go ahead.
2: No, no, no. You can go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say I do wonder about um, the longevity thing. Mm. And, you know, you mentioned it as well, Nunu. You were like, um, you know... if you alluded to either eventually either finding someone settling down, something like that, like what you eventually want your love relationship slash ships to look like. And I was just wondering, Mm -hmm. like, I wonder if we, uh, we obsess about this eventual thing that's supposed to come and Mm -hmm. then like whatever magical age it is. And then from then on, we have the real thing that carries on. Whereas we're here now living now. And is there really harm in doing what we want now? I think, you know, if we wanted a baby with a single partner now, then we just stop and change to that now. But you know, if I'm poly till I'm 56 and I'm like, okay, now I want to be with one person only. Like I don't, Think it's gonna be too late. Like I don't want to, you know, stop when I'm 36 because I'm like, hey, I might not find someone when I'm 40 Mm. or 45 or 50, Mm -hmm. and then do something that I Mm -hmm. don't want to do for fear that I want the future will be bad. Like I I think, yeah, I really think like we've duped ourselves into like this. Like, be wise for the future, and everything is for like you know the frail days. Like we must just, you know, be wise for them, so in that the we future. can secure them
0: while we're still able to catch.
1: Exactly, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> such a sellout. Yes,
0: Nunu, speaks to that right now. Why aren't you nervous and insecure and scared about dying alone? Okay.
2: I mean, but that's this whole scam of like everything, though, isn't it? About like this world that we live in, like to some extent, like capitalism, patriarchy, mm-hmm. sexism, you know, all the isms, is. And even I was actually telling a friend this on the weekend, and because I've been thinking a lot about disney lately actually about
1: what disney 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 disney
2: Disney, yeah oh right right right. disney yeah walt disney um especially oh yeah because his granddaughter's been like publishing a lot of stuff so maybe that's why i've been thinking about them Mm -hmm. um but i've been thinking a lot about you know a lot of the stories um the movies that we see on disney where and this is also just the messaging that um a lot of young girls get and sort of the way that we're socialized into society is to sort of i mean our whole lives or at least if you look at it from the prism of disney and the messaging that you get as a a little girl is that you you know you're like um who's this girl the tangled one that's in the tower with her hair Yes, Rapunzel, you're waiting for like the king to come save you or you're Snow White or you're Sleeping Beauty or you're Cinderella. Mm. Like even like um Beauty and the Beast is always like this sort of female like sent like female sort of like centering towards the man mm-hmm. and he's almost like the ultimate goal and the ultimate prize of even like your own sort of like prison. Um, so like Cinderella gets freed from her evil stepmothers by Prince Charming. Mm. You know, mm. uh, Rapunzel gets like wow. saved from the tower. Who's the bitch trying by- to get
0: kissed? And then she, she was alive Sleeping again. Sleeping Beauty wild that
2: sleeping beauty yeah exactly like even snow white like didn't she basically get like exiled to you know live with those dwarf niggas and then the prince comes and (laughs) you know he
1: like the whole time (laughs) time these (laughs) these four princesses are still expected to be like virtuous and you know cleaning the house and being kind and And they with eh? all the animals in the bush they're yes, very young. <laughs> yes. They
0: didn't no. break 20. And
1: the princes are bouncing about the no kingdom, ways. fucking bitches, left, literally. right, and center. You know, trying on a slipper that Le- doesn't fit, but your pussy worked. I'm sorry. so bad. <laughs> wow i'm actually disgusted I don't i'm actually revolted and can i just segue a little bit into beauty and the beast so she has to see through his <laughs> ugly ass mug and be like no i'm gonna love you anyway not knowing what's gonna come and then luckily luckily,
0: luckily he's cute he's cute that, just, is, I, that is that is the, the story fuck? of no no that is actually the story of eh, who listens only dad that's the story of all my aunts that is the story <laughs> We're like, you just marry these ugly niggas and just hope to right? God that their bank account's balance Because
1: it's the Christian thing, or the, the good thing to do. Our of it's so bad, and Ooh, you child. believe in them for the future. No, Mm-mm, where mm-hmm. where's the check now?
0: And I think it was you, Oretta. Where who was is talking the check? About, like <laughs> refusing to settle with medium uglies. Mm-hmm. So.
2: That was definitely rare, (laughs) because
1: she asked us. She
2: asked me like two weeks ago, and last week she was like, "Have you guys accepted medium ugly men in your life?"
0: Absolutely (laughs) dead.
2: Oh
1: my gosh! And and we and we do like they're a doctrine, like Uh -uh.
0: Jesus. (laughs) Interesting. So Disney, I don't think you'd finish that point. Mm Yeah, we
2: had to rent. Oh my gosh! Wow. So basically. What I think is what happens is that, I mean, at least in our programming, and I was saying this to my therapist as well, that there's always sort of like this longing for like a long-term relationship because that's sort of all you've been programmed Mm -hmm. to want in some way, at least romantically, because that's sort of the messaging that you see. Because, I mean, after all of those fairy tales, it's like, and they lived happily ever after. So, you know, we're always like, even without necessarily, like consciously thinking about it, like longing for this thing of happily ever after and so even in I think like polyamory it's like sort of like trying or like at least non-monogamy and sort of questioning your relationship to my to monogamy and what that means and Mm -hmm. especially in the greater scheme of things about like Mm -hmm. long term and the future and stuff it's easy to think about the future because that's sort of like what we're we're programmed i mean that's what humans do isn't it Mm -hmm. like we we don't we can't like live in the now and like sort of just stay in this moment we're always sort of like grasping to the next thing um and so it's really easy to like want to like sort of fulfill this like long-term vision because that's sort of what's always been in your head anyway Mm, and Even I find that in, you know, my solo polyamory. Like, sometimes when I envision myself in the future, I sort of, like, see, like, uh, myself, like, living alone or, like you know living in a like little villagey farmy situation like and i envision like my friends being there but i don't necessarily envision like a romantic partner even though i feel like i will still be in a romantic relationship i might not live with them but i think they'll be there in some capacity they're just not sort of in that vision that i have of myself for the future so those insecurities don't necessarily jump out. And because I also don't want children, I know that I'm sort of like not going to be feeling that, what can feel like sometimes like a biological like imperative, mm-hmm. like that conditioning is very strong as well. And even biologically, your body can just be sending you messed up messages. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't necessarily feel those um um, insecurities jumping up but also a lot of my friends aren't getting married and you know not all of them are in long term like serious relationships so I guess within my peer group I don't have that social pressure which I think a lot of people start to feel when they get into their late 20s mm-hmm. early 30s and beyond so mm-hmm. I think that might be helping a lot to manage those feelings and emotions I think you know, I'm going, one of my very good friends is getting married next year and I'm going to be a bridesmaid. So I, oh, I so I've been thinking lately, like I might feel differently after that, but I'll still have to see. It's so, it's in the future. So, you know, I'm just going to hold on to what's happening right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As a quick side note, what has, are you doing wash and go?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. She said that she wants us to... What did she say? Halo hairstyles or something. Love I it. don't know. Halo crowns or whatever. So it's going to be, like, supernatural. Like, even our makeup is going to be really natural and low-key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I'm definitely... We're going to be keeping it natural. So either natural or if my hair is shaved, it'll just be bald and batty. Love yeah. it.
1: Yes. Okay, I have a question. So, um, in mm-hmm. polyamorous relationships, can you... Um, I guess it's a two pronged question because I'm trying to wrap my head around it, but I want to know what about the the depth that I've been programmed comes from like a monogamous relationship where you really go like, where you become intense with one person. Um, and then maybe the the intimacy and like the almost codependence that comes with that. Mm. Does that come in? Does that factor in, in polyamorous relationships? Is it a thing that's missing or is it, a, is it an, maybe an unhealthy thing that now you're free of? Um, like does it feel like a relationship maybe like I would know relationship to be
2: I mean I think it does feel like a relationship that you would know relationships to be as I think it's really individual especially like on the codependency part mm. um, people have a, a, a whole host of different like attachment styles and so mm. um, I think there's like four different attachment styles and people can go look into that mm. Um But I think I'm definitely a little bit... I don't know what one of them is. I think I'm um, a bit of an avoidant Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. in my attachment style. (laughs) Mokun was laughing inside. I know.
1: Can I I just bond with my Gemini sister here?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, when you have a a bit of an avoidant attachment style, it's sort of, I think, for me at least, it helps... um, mitigate against codependency i've never sort of i've never felt codependency for anyone that wasn't um a border from my grade so i know what that looks like only in (laughs) friendships and not and not in relationships i don't know what that looks like with a man i don't know to be codependent on a man that's very foreign to me that is
1: so healthy so healthy
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, you. That's a lot of emotions for it's one man.
1: So many emotions, and like as you're speaking and you talk about your vision or you know how you see yourself in the future. The I'm honestly, I'm like, She's you. tears. Yeah, I'm choking up. You know, farm with your friends, and you're like cute, like um maybe tiny house. Um, you know, like your, you know, village house, um, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And, and just kind of the freedom that comes with that and just like loving and like, I just feel like my shoulders drop, you know, like it's just ease, um, and having that love of friendship around you. And I just wonder, you know, how wonderful it would be to have friends, good friends that I can be intimate with when we want to, uh, intimate sexually rather. And otherwise we're, we're good for, we actually support each other and we don't need the other to be something else for us to be okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like freedom.
2: Mm, yeah absolutely and you can be friends that you just like have sex with you don't actually have to be like intimately you know you know involved with someone romantically for Mm. you to have sex with someone you can just like keep it cash absolutely
0: that's my in the future when i'm president um that's one thing we are enforcing is that friends uh (laughs) you there has to be a quota like you have to have an amount of friends that you can be intimate with because I truly believe friendship is in terms of like between, it's not either or again, but in my world, since it is either or, Mm -hmm. between friendship and romance, I feel like friendships are really stable, wholesome, safe environments. Mm. Um, I think because I, at least with my friends, I have for some reason so little expectation but there's so much return on investment. Like Mm. I expect so little, but they give me so much Mm. at the same time. And like, why wouldn't I just throw in some ass eating? Like, why wouldn't I just throw in (laughs) (laughs) some butt plugs? Because like what other environment where will I do that? Like, if you can't go to Bella Noches, where, where the hell could you go? Like, that's how I feel <laughs> exactly. about
2: friendship. Why do you want to be a fight to someone else's club? <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. Why would I bring a fight to someone else's club when I have friends? So I'm an advocate of having sex with friends. Um, yeah, so far, zero out of all my friends agree. Uh, but when I get there, I will have an episode. You will find the right friends. <laughs> yes. They will come to you. <laughs> all your friends are good trash good luck I I kidding, know. Uh, but that's interesting i love that idea oh my gosh i really want to raise um just to like maybe as like uh the final topic to talk about poly i know you both aren't really interested in having kids um oh. i want oh is that, is that changing there i don't want to have kids through my body but i'm happy to, oh, to raise a kid to with, mother
1: to mother happy okay. to mother but i'm I'm not trying to mm-hmm.
0: yeah not trying to okay have babies. yeah yeah, it's okay. And you're not going to be... Are you happy
1: to mother in, like, an auntie capacity? Yes, ma'am. And, you know... And, okay. and then... Because that can even start when I'm 50. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm I'm not the primary, you know, mother. Yeah. That's okay. Tracy
0: Ellis Rossett, you know. Mm-hmm. Keep it for the weekends. Uh, <laughs> Yay! Yes. The
1: auntie
2: aunties. Oh, my God. Yes. She is a whole mood. I know. Honestly, my
0: God. I really want to... My ideal... I remember I proposed this to you, like, last year, Nyak, is that mm. we have a kid and we mm. raise it together. Yeah. Or like, I want to raise. Yeah, I want to raise my kids definitely not in a romantic setting. So it's yeah. either with friends or or family. Yeah. But not with some a piece of ass who I'm in love with because for me that's just like super un- unstable. Mm. Um, and I think I would like imagine having a farm with a million dogs and cats and oh then gosh. a million babies. And once they hit three, you can just let them run around and they like that's so they're cool. all these feeders mm-hmm. like they have to feed themselves like they're all these sandwiches <laughs> stuffed. <laughs> Like they have to touch a button and then they get the, the stew or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I think, <laughs> what? I, I think that it deteriorates. Okay. But you get the idea. You like, need to like, put wow. your vision in the oven. A I, know, a I know. I stew. Okay. But the idea of like raising, I really, do. Yeah. what do you guys think about the idea of raising children in, within family or yeah. friendship settings rather than romantic Definitely.
1: Settings? I'm 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 on that team. I'm here for it. Yep. Same.
0: Full
1: stop. Done. I love it. I
0: love mm-hmm. that. Next? I know, I didn't have a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Okay, damn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're like,
2: okay, wow. I know, I'm
0: so <laughs> shook. And there was this, I was watching, I think it's called Good Morning Britain with Piers Morgan when he like terrorizes all his guests. He's such oh a troll. my God. I'm obsessed. I'm actually obsessed. Why with did him.
2: you watch? Oh my God, he's literally, <laughs> ooh, wow. I know.
0: Anyway. Piers Morgan. So he was terrorizing this person because they have a child. Um, so they are non binary and they're in a relationship with three people, also non-binary. So mm. three of them, and then they raise mm-hmm. two kids who are both non-binary. Yes. And Piers Morgan <laughs> lost his mind. Piers obviously. could not compute. He I was just so see. mad. He's like, so they are raising they and, they? and I was like, yes. And she, and she was like, yes. But it sounded like such a healthy... <laughs> it was such a healthy setup. And it just seems so... And it's so funny how, like... Anyone outside, people we hate from outside the club. So anyone who's like not polyamorous, anyone, um, and like kind of on the spectrum of, uh, what do we call them? Alternative and like queer forms, queer forms of loving. Mm. Um, people act like it's so confusing when actually it's actually, I feel it's so much more simple. There's so mm-hmm. much less work when we allow people to be who they want to be. And for mm-hmm. some people, that means, Having several partners, like that's the easier way. And mm-hmm. if other people, and if it doesn't mean that, it means being in a in a relationship, but then cheating, and then bringing in a whole lot of complicated issues. Right. um And why I love polyamory is that it seems to really force you to have discussions about consent, communicating, openness, bringing everyone to the table, like facing your fears of rejection, mm-hmm. having people disagree with your boundaries, mm-hmm. learning what to mm-hmm. do instead. And when you're poly. You ro- we often don't give each other those opportunities. We just mm-hmm. like go. We're on like autopilot mm-hmm. and we just cheat and we do things that rob us of the chance to grow and actually seek consent
1: mm-hmm.
0: every step of the way, which mm-hmm. is like really interesting.
1: Fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Well said. It was a That's long, a long, a long yeah. way to say that. Yeah.
1: It was great.
0: Even the Piers Morgan thing yeah it it was useful no that it was necessary yeah thank
2: you okay. it yeah. was like the preamble to like what you were gonna say that's actually yeah that's brilliant I love it. and i think i mean polyamory does force communication and if you're doing it like ethically then it does force honesty on you in a way that you know when you're in monogamy and you sort of just like replicate what we've seen throughout our whole lives and so much of it is like really messed up and it does force you to conform um and if that's not something that you're comfortable doing if you just want to be if you just you know you want to have a wife but you also want to be fucking bitches on the side like why can't you do that why can't you just say like yo this is what i want to do and your wife can be like okay yeah me too because i'm also finna get some d on the side you know why can't it be like that but there's, like, a whole lot of, like, respectability in, like, politics, mm. like, in that yes. as well, you know. Because, you know, married people, um, I mean, it's sort of, like, the ultimate form of relationships. Mm. And, and it's also, like, a contractual agreement as well. Mm. So there's, like, a whole lot of other implications to being married. And a whole lot of benefits. I definitely want to get married. This is me shooting my shot to the universe. <laughs> yes. um, if anyone wants... Um, you know, not right now, not like anyone. for the Not anyone, someone with a uh,
0: European passport. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't ever, yeah, don't ever yeah, yeah, people. yeah. Poorness.
2: Yeah, preferably, preferably. Uh, I mean, you can still be poor and be European. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> hopefully someone <laughs> with a nice, but like, checkbook. Yeah, you know, an African someone kinder. with a European passport. No,
0: no, we don't want a Zambian passport no, here. We're looking for Swedish, we're looking for, we need Euro access. Whoever has Euro Okay, or
2: the pound. Yeah, you can be an an uh, an African with a Euro passport because some African parents they jumped on the wave way before, oh, and they were they, they, clock, they clocked the game.
1: Are those ones? Okay? I mean, if you just what do you mean?
2: If you go to West Africa, <laughs> what are like
1: you talking about what? <laughs> like then then is what? all the like trash Africanness like out of the system, and oh. now they can be trusted? Uh, no,
2: no 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 no! Don't no.
1: get it twisted. <laughs>
2: don't get it twisted wow but no you see that's why mm. it's interesting yeah, anyway
0: i like what you said Nunu, because i do think it's important um and maybe i think we'll have like another episode where we talk about i think polyamory is inextricably linked to gender and queerness um
2: oh yeah and i think it's absolutely yeah
0: i think it's really important that like that's also going to be an interesting discussion to discuss how it like smashes through a lot of um, right. Patriarchy's like agenda.
1: Definitely, gender. definitely. Oh, yeah. I have to say Absolutely. though, I also think like this whole monogamous thing. I mean, it's all capitalistic, honestly. Like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. there's someone making money off it all. Whether it's um you know the the beers, <laughs> because of the diamonds, hey, the lawyers because yeah. now you've got hey. to get divorced because someone cheated. The church because you all want to be like you know a, a couple, one you know one on one or whatever it is. The just all of this people shit. make money every step of the way. Every step of the way, <laughs> even. Yes. cake
2: makers guys like venues yes. people charge like people charge double for weddings they if you hear that you're getting married watch your fees go up so all the way good. up if
1: you want a hall decorated with white shit for like you know your 16th birthday fine if you call the same decorations a wedding oh my god Wild. astronomical that's why. Yeah. Yes. It's wow.
2: It's nuts. So, it's nuts. You just
1: gotta choose what which like what to poison. Like what do you wanna sell into and make it work for you. Like
0: oh my gosh. Because someone's making money somewhere. And Maybe. I just think Polly, yeah, that's why I yeah. just think it's not it just feels like really okay, not anarchy I was gonna say. But it's it feels like what anarchy is to um Ooh. is anarchy like breaking away from They're, the rules? let me stop right mm. there before I hurt my head uh, yeah. no there's actually a
2: thing called relationship anarchy like there actually is like a subsection of like non Ooh. like monogamy I love it. called relationship anarchy yeah I which like that. challenges hierarchies and I love stuff it. like that and it's nice. just almost like a challenge to like polyamory in itself as well with like the whole like primary and secondary partners mm. yeah girl everything has its counter (laughs) there's nothing that's like on its own you know
0: I love it so friends do you guys have any closing remarks like what do you want to hear from listeners any feedback you want from them um on this episode
1: yeah I mean first I want to say Nunu thank you for setting me free and then I want to (laughs)
0: thank
1: thank the queen oh yeah and watch me watch me flourish and then I think I want to know from other people like the relationships that you are in now um is it ideal to you do you think if you had a little bit more leeway you would be doing things differently um yeah I think I want to know that like what would that look like for you like if if it was a free world, like, you know, if you felt completely free and no one would judge anything, how would you go about relationshiping? And it's fine if it's, obviously it's fine if it's still like a monogamous relationship, but like are you as free as you think you could be?
2: Thank you. Mm, I love that. Mm.
0: And you, Nunu?
1: I guess
2: my my, I don't know if I have like a final, like, question for the listeners, just that, you know, to be honest with yourself and with the people that you're hopefully might engage in sex with Mm. but also just ultimately to trust your gut like your body Mm. always knows like what's best for you before your brain does Mm. because the brain is all about like trying to rationalize and trick you into doing shit Mm. um so just like stick with that and that will ultimately sort of like guide you to what's the best for you i think
0: right I love that. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. Mm. This was...
2: Thanks for having me, guys. Oh my gosh,
0: this is content rich. This is a block so of amazing. cheese. It really was. Thank you so, so <laughs> much. Nunu. Um, By the way, I'm Makundwa. Uh, yeah, and and you? I'm Yaquese, <laughs> your illustrious co-host. Illustrious co-host. Um, let us know what you want to hear next. I think we should do another one with Nunu and, um, maybe even someone else mm. uh, and just have some like mixed opinions and then maybe yeah. Piers Morgan can jump in. Maybe. I'm going to uh. spin these up. <laughs> no, to- please don't. Hit him up. So my, you know, my ideal <laughs> dinner party oh is Azealia Banks, Piers Morgan, Jesus. Uh-huh. There was someone else. Jesus those three for now like you can I'm obsessed wow it'll
2: shake it'll actually shake it will shake someone will end up murdered for sure by the end No,
0: I'll let you Skype in I know you'd rather you don't want to be there but you'll Skype in I'm serving the soup I have to hover
2: I have to hover you'd have to put like a nanny cam so I could see
0: like I would wanna like
2: Skyping (laughs) Skyping because skyping wouldn't be enough like i'd need to be in the room like in tune to the audio
0: everything
1: non-committal like
0: i know you're like yeah (laughs) you can get ripped to shreds by (laughs) all those crazy people (laughs) we'll watch
1: at a safe distance maybe even not in the room (laughs) i'm
2: dead maybe not even in the country just like (laughs) somewhere in the world i'll be there with my wine and my popcorn being like wow which is crazy <laughs> um, live tweeting oh,
1: <laughs> so good. love it oh thank you ladies Yay.
0: friends thank you friends thank
1: you friends oh so good